Welcome to the Minister's Crucible. I'm Fred Rochester. Thanks for listening. Tampax in boys' bathrooms in Oregon and the California governor says men can't get pregnant. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 4 says, And he, meaning Jesus, answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? In the history of man, there's never been one male that has ever menstruated. In the history of women, there's never been one female that inseminated another woman. It's a biological impossibility for both. Years ago, this would be preposterous for boys to even think that men could menstruate. It would be taboo for men to talk about women to talk among women about women's cycle. Most young men that marry young never heard of the cycle until after marriage. The honeymoon would be nice, you know, once they get married, of course. And then you find out that your wife is having menstrual cramps. In some cases, almost unbearable. And you can't have sex because she's having her period. All of a sudden, a new dimension of the female anatomy comes into play. You might be offended, but five decades ago, when boys would be boys, we would call other boys sissies. We would even joke about tampons. And then we would fight to prove that we weren't sissies wearing tampons. Even when your manhood was challenged, some of us had no clue about tampons. But today, boys and men are offended. In fact, a discrimination lawsuit may be filed against you because of your belief that you as a male now identifies as a female. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. The word confusion from Strong's Dictionary of New Testament Word is... Uh, it means disorder, commotion, confusion, tumult, instability, a state of disorder, disturbance. You see, God isn't confused, God isn't unstable, and God isn't in a state of disorder. Fallen man is. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 17 says, Woe to those who seek deep to hide their counsel far from the Lord. And their works are in the dark. They say, who sees us? And who knows us? Surely you have things turned around. Surely the potter be esteemed as the clay. For shall the thing made say of him who made it, he did not make me? Or shall the thing formed say of him who formed it, he has no understanding? You see, the world is confused, not God. God knew exactly what he was doing when he created us. After Adam sinned against God, confusion came. And the biggest thing that fallen man is doing is that they're trying to get you to be just as confused as they are. And if you reject their confusion, it's, it's disinformation, it's misinformation, or it's malicious information. In other words, the truth is the enemy. And the lie is your friend. 
So the female Democratic governor of Oregon has decided to put tampons in boys' bathrooms. But the male Democratic governor of California is arguing about Roe v. Wade and stated that men aren't women. Can you see the contradiction? A woman governor is telling boys that identify as a woman, you can have cycles. But the male governor is telling folks that men are not women and that they um, that they are defending uh, these men are defending the woman's right to choose to kill a baby. You will never see a man giving birth. He's not equipped to give birth. So don't be fooled into thinking that way and don't be fooled into thinking the way that they think. So in order for you to accept confusion, you must suppress the truth. Romans chapter 1 verses 18 and 19 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. The word suppressed is defined from Strong's Dictionary of New Testament Word. It means to hold down, and in various applications, whether literally or figuratively, to have, hold fast, keep in memory, to let, to make uh, towards, possess, retain, seize on, stay, take, withhold. So the world is attempting to hold down the truth. Isaiah chapter 5 verses 20 and 21 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. You see, in the confused mind of fallen man, they swap the truth and the lie, bitter for sweet, light for darkness. That's why there's an information war. Now there will be preachers in the pulpit in the coming days that will accept this fallacy that men can menstruate. Uh, that is far from the truth. They will say that if a man feels like a woman, they can go to the woman's restroom. But you've opened the door to pedophilia and rape in the house of the Lord. Folks, when you see a pastor accept the confusion of the world, He's no longer a pastor, or he never was a pastor to begin with. You need to make for the exits. But on the other hand, we have so-called preachers that will never confront the sin of the sinner to keep them in their seats. They'd rather have a full house than their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. First John chapter one, uh, correction. First John chapter two, verses eighteen and nineteen says. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be manifest, that they might be made manifest, that none of them were of us. The age that we're living in is the age of the Antichrist. But guess what? First John chapter four, verses one through six says this. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits 
whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So don't be confused as the world. First Peter chapter three, verses 13 through 17 says, and who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you are blessed and do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed for it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Then in first Peter chapter four, verses one through six says, therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lewdness, lusts, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. In regard to these, they think it strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation, speaking evil of you. They will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was preached also to those who are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. So the spirit of confusion is constantly running rampant in the world today. In fact, Ephesians chapter two says that uh, it is the course of this world, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience. And so the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest they be lest the light of the glorious gospel, which is the image of Christ should shine to them. So again, do not be confused as the world. Take your stand. Make sure that you are solid in the word of God and be ready to give an answer to the hope that is in you. An answer about the hope, the hope, the only hope of the world, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. But first, you must show them that they are in sin. If they do not recognize that they are in sin and that they are in big trouble, then they will never repent. You are listening to The Minister's Crucible. I'm Fred Rochester. Thanks for listening.